Are you about to launch a WordPress site? Make sure you have everything ready to go, including design, SEO, and security with WP Engine's ultimate pre-launch checklist for WordPress sites. Download it free at wpengine.com pre. That's wpengine.com P-R-E. This is Love Your Work, and I'm David Cadavy. One of the best ways to impact others while making money is through building online courses. And if you're considering writing a book, developing an online course is also a great way to validate your idea and to see if your advice actually works. But building online courses can be totally overwhelming. It seems like there's so much that you need to know about developing it and marketing it. Then there's all the technical nuts and bolts for collecting payment and delivering the course. So like many things, your vision of what your online course could be can get in the way of you even starting. I personally learned the hard way just how much energy you can waste with things that don't add value to your course at all. And what I learned can be applied to product development at large. When you're billing your clients, the last thing you want to waste your time and mental energy on is creating invoices. FreshBooks customers get paid an average of five days faster. Get your free 30-day trial at cadavy.net slash FreshBooks. Eight things I wish I had known about building online courses. I launched my first online course a few years ago. I made many mistakes and false assumptions before then, and I've learned many lessons since then. This is what I wish I had known in no particular order. One, money is a side effect of impact. A friend of mine had made $100,000 in one hour selling an online course. Since I had a big list too, I thought I might have the same success. I was wrong. People don't just magically give you money. Once you learn how to have an impact, then you start making money. Two, you don't need tiered pricing. Yes, in a perfect world, you have differently priced options, each offering different levels of impact but it's a shitload of work to get to this point. If you're just trying to get started, go ahead and have one price. You can build up tiers later. Three, you don't need a member portal. When I opened my first course, All About Whitespace, I had spent seven months wrestling with WordPress membership plugins and designing a course portal. It just made things more difficult for everyone. Now I've scrapped all those WordPress hours and all of my courses are static HTML pages that I've hand-coded with videos embedded. Yes, there could be a value to an interactive portal, but it's not necessary, especially on your first go. Four, you don't need a custom forum. Thankfully, I was smart enough when wrestling with WordPress membership plugins to put off my plans for a private community. I've since learned that Facebook groups are fine. There are plenty of people who make millions with courses who use Facebook groups. Most of your students use Facebook every day. It's better than having to log into a separate website and they'll actually see the notifications. Five, you don't need a landing page. Entrepreneurs love to talk about landing pages. To make your first dollar selling online courses, you don't need a landing page at all. Making a landing page will just be one more thing that puts your nervous system into overdrive and distracts you from making an impactful course. Identify the most interested members of your email list, get their buy-in directly, then send them a SendOwl or PayPal link. I made $5,000 selling a beta version of my flagship course this way. Six, work from hands-on 
to hands-off. Sure, you can build a whole course from scratch over the course of many months, then launch it, but you'd be making all sorts of assumptions and just making it harder to motivate yourself. The ideal progression is coaching, to hands-on group class, to self-study course, to book. You go from more intimate with higher price point to more self-service with a lower price point, along the way integrating what you've learned. For the courses that I have in alpha stage, I take applications, then invite about six students to do a group course where I share videos, rough Google Docs, and then we do a hangout once a week where I can work with them more directly. Seven, your students are your R&D department. Deciding what courses to build is tough, especially at first. But once you have paying students, it gets much easier because your paying students will ask you questions that are obliquely related to the course they're taking. These are suggestions for new courses from paying customers. I can't stress enough how different a paying customer is from a random reader of your content. One has demonstrated that they will pay money to invest in their development. The other, you have no way of knowing. Eight, the more specific the outcome of your course, the better. My courses are actually not optimal ideas for courses. D4H Video teaches a framework for understanding visual design, and White Hot Course teaches a framework for understanding white space. I would make more money if I had a course that specifically taught you how to start working as a freelancer. See how the outcome would be more clear? But since your students are your R&D department, my courses give me ideas for new, more specific courses. They were worth building. If you've been thinking about building an online course, hopefully this takes down some mental obstacles for you. I know it would have done so for me. Your designer has been lying to you. Design doesn't have to be a mystery. Get $100 off any pay upfront package of my flagship visual design course, D4H Video. Just go to cadavy.net slash video and use the code LOVEIT on any pay upfront package. I hope that's as helpful for you as it would have been for me several years ago. Even if you aren't building online courses, certainly thinking about serving customers with different needs by developing products with varying levels of service applies to many types of products. For more thoughts on cutting out the nonsense to develop simple products, check out the very first episode of this podcast with Jason Fried of Basecamp. And if you appreciate all the work that goes into making this show, there are a couple of ways you can help support it. One is to subscribe, 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 subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Just hit the subscribe button. Another is to rate the show on iTunes. Just go to cadavy.net slash iTunes and click on write a review and click on the star rating. You don't even have to write a review. It just takes a couple of seconds. And do you like books? If you do, I'd love to send you my book recommendations. About 90% of them will be nonfiction on subjects spanning from biographies to neuroscience. Just go to cadavy.net slash reading, sign up, and you'll get my first set of recommendations right away. You'll be supporting the show if you buy any of those books through the links in the email. This has been Love Your Work, and I'm David Cadavy. The theme music for the show is More Streets, performed by Spider Flower. Love Your Work is a production of Cadavy, Inc. <laughs>